Oh, hello there. It's me, Kerry Jackson, the host of GeekShowPodcast.com and uh, also host of the Radio From Hell show on X96. All right, first of all, yes, you can advertise on Geek Show Podcast. It, yeah, you can. We'll put together a little uh, commercial for you with some nice music behind it and maybe me saying nice things about your... Th- and, uh, yeah, you can advertise on Geek Show Podcast. I want you to contact uh, Dustin Checkets, Tony Eccles, or myself at 801-524-2600. I mean, you know, the, the Geek Show Podcast fans, they're, uh, they're very loyal. Uh, we can put together uh, an advertising uh, uh, prospect for you. If you're making your advertising plans for the new year, I mean, let's face it, these people aren't reading the paper. They're not seeing your billboards. They're TiVoing past your TV ads. You'll be amazed at how affordable it is to advertise on Geek Show Podcasts. So call Dustin Checkets, Tony Eccles, or me. Ask ask for any one of us at 801-524-2600. It's affordable. It's effective. It's GeekShowPodcast.com. Do you crave the beep, beep, boop of new technology? Does your pulse quicken when you feel the shrink wrap of the new tech gadget? Are you everybody's tech go-to guy? The Newmont University in South Jordan is the college for you. With bachelor's programs in computer science, game, and web development, Newmont has compressed a traditional four-year degree into just two and a half intense years. And they deliver results with 90% of grads employed in their chosen fields within six months of graduation. For more info, visit www.newmont.edu or call us at 888-NEUMONT today. The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors. Comcast, the Salt Lake Tribune, Simmons Media, the Utah Symphony Orchestra, MSN.com, any school district, their respective managements, owners, or employees. Geekshowpodcast.com and welcome to it. This is the portion of the program called Broken News, which is uh, right before the latest episode. It's just a few moments of uh, things that have happened uh, in the uh, recent uh, uh, timeline because we record these so far away uh the new episode called geek show the lawsuit will happen in just a in just a little bit as soon as we get done yammering at you uh geekshowpodcast.com uh just quickly brought to you by pclaptops.com dan can fix any brand of pc lifetime desktop parts and labor warranty dr volt's comic connection seeing record numbers for free comic book day and we'll talk about that 2043 east 3300 south SecretCompassCollectibles.com has uh, joined us up again. Get the Chalice of Kali and uh, drink shots out of it. Uh, let's see. The North American Discworld co- uh, Convention, NADWCon.org. Sorry about that. Uh, July 8th through the 11th in Madison, Wisconsin, featuring Sir Terry Pratchett, NADWCon.org. And Newmont University. Get a job inside of your computer. Newmont.edu. All right. Joining me. That married couple of the movies, <laughs> Jeff and Jimmy, cable TV sensations. He still needs to get me a ring in HD. <laughs> Why? When he can get the milk for free. Oh, I was going to say. If I find it. All right. Uh, anyway, so what do you guys have? I've been uh, off planet for a couple of days, and I'll tell you about that uh, coming up. Uh, Thor made $66 million over the weekend to finish in the number one spot. Now, I didn't understand your Facebook post. Uh, when you you said you've been thinking about Thor, uh huh, uh huh, and you've decided that Spider Man Two is the best movie. Well, no, I, well, I didn't understand that post. Well, okay, okay, because Thor Confused was coming. Me. Thor was coming out, yes. and it was a superhero book, yes. and it was comic booky. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to do my homework, go back and watch some comic book movies, and decide ah. which was 
in my opinion, my favorite and the most comic booky comic book movie, and I decided it was Spider-Man 2. Not The Incredibles. No. It's... <laughs> Incredibles isn't comic booky, really. Hmm. It really isn't. Spider-Man 2 is. It has... Because I remember when we made our comic book movie list, you put The Incredibles. Uh, th- yeah, they. One. What about X Men Two? Not comic booky. No, no, not, not really comic booky. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so yeah, we're you, gonna... you, you got to get what my argument is, which is Spider Man Two has the most comic book flavor and feel of the comic book movies. Okay. It really does. We're, we're going to have to do an episode on this so you can explain. Okay. Because <laughs> I thought Thor was pretty comic booky, but uh, certainly not as much as two. But uh, anyway. No, <laughs> uh, I didn't get your review of uh, Thor. Thor. Yeah, we got uh, we got Jeff's on the radio. Yeah, yeah. I, I gave liked, it uh, three and a half stars. I gave it three stars. I liked it a lot. Uh, my only concern with it was uh, you've got two major plot points in this film. One is that he has to become worthy enough to you know pull Mjolnir out, and then the other one is that he sparks a you know romantic relationship with Natalie Portman. Both of me seem to have the first step skipped that second step and just jumped right to the third. So it kind of felt rushed to me. Hmm. Now, granted, I could fall in love with Natalie Portman in five minutes just like Chris Helmsworth did. Uh-huh. But the the whole being worthy, I just kind of, I mean, yes, what he does is the ultimate sacrifice. But to me, I'm kind of like, they made some jokes. He broke out of a hospital and then he, he sacrificed his life. You know, and so to me, like, there's not a, a, a stepping stone to it. You know what I mean? Uh, and see, I would disagree because... I think one thing really proves Thor's worthy. He falls in love with coffee. <laughs> <laughs> That's well, what I makes laughed, anyone more I worthy. There really wasn't anything else, you know, that to me that he was doing nice, you know what I mean, except for talking to Ellie Portman next to a campfire and he made them breakfast. And then all of a sudden he's like, ah, kill me. Well, <laughs> I, I, I don't know if it was love necessarily. I just think that it's what a Norse gentleman would do. Yeah, you know, maybe. He would, he would lay down his life for a good cup of coffee. <laughs> I, uh, just might. I liked it a lot. Don't get yeah. me wrong. But it just, I, I remember coming to the end of the – maybe it was also the end kind of felt so abrupt that I kind of felt a little let down. Hmm. And so – and I was not – the, the cut scene at the end, uh-huh. uh, everybody gets all pumped up about that, you know. And – when they did Thor's hammer in Iron Man two, like the crowd was like, "Oh God, that's awesome!" Mm-hmm. This one, you know, and I don't want to ruin it if people haven't seen it yet. It, it just it's so it's very fanboy. Oh where yeah, most people oh, aren't yes. going to know what that is. Yeah, I had to explain to uh, most everybody in the theater. Actually, yeah. I had to explain what you know? was going on. Where Thor's am- hammer is iconic, and you yeah. can see it, it's like, "Oh, I get." it. They should have done the shield or something else. I think that would you know that would allude to Captain America a little bit more. Maybe not because that's so basically the same move they did with with the Thor's hammer. But I just I'm, and the scene to me felt so slapped together that they're like, oh shit, we forgot to film that scene. Let's do it real quick. <laughs> well, and, you I, know, and, and I'll agree with that, especially when you contrast that with spoiler alert, the Hawkeye appearance, mm-hmm. yeah. which which was so much better integrated into the movie, mm-hmm. way, like way better than I was expecting it to go. Like to the point of where when Hawkeye's appearance was over, I was like, oh no, now more, 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 more. <laughs> oh, no, he's I, uh, I, he... I wanted him to shoot Thor actually. I, oh. I wanted it too. He uh, just he, right in the leg. Jeremy yeah. Renner was uh, quite good with the two lines he had. I mean, Absolutely, that's how, that's how good he is. Yeah. two lines had me. I went, yeah, I want more of this guy. It, yeah, it was good. And I, with the cutscene at the end, I wonder how many more scenes they're going to do where Samuel Jackson standing in the dark when someone walks in. Because now this is number two, I think. Well, I'll, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> when I when I go to bed at night, I always expect Sam Jackson to be stepping out. <laughs> I hope he's there. You know. I'll, 
I'll usually say something cryptic that he can add on to before I walk into a room just to make sure he's there or not. You know, <laughs> It's time to go to bed, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> so the safety of the world is at stake. And then I wait. Okay, he's not in the room. All right, I can see him. As far as you know. Yeah, because he'd step out and go, well, that's some big talk or something. You know, that's just the way he is. He just appears in rooms. Uh, all right, so Thor did well. Uh-huh. And yeah. it, it, did it, it, it did as we predicted. It would be very, very big. Uh-huh. It, it won't be the big movie of the summer. No, 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 no. But, well, uh, and, and for anyone who, who says, oh, it made $66 million, that's a bomb. Actually, when you think of how little known Thor was going in. Yeah. Again, that's, that's a to, good opening. Yeah, we have to look at it like Iron Man, a, a lower tier Marvel character, and there you go. Yeah. Yes. Well, uh, and and what Iron Man had going for it was Downey. Downey. Yeah. I, I mean, he helped he helped sell that movie, but I mean, Chris Hemsworth is the, not a. Well, I was going to say he's not a star. He's he's not known, and neither is the character. But uh, no. I I measured this taking Bill and Gina to the movie with me. Yeah. Gina, knowing nothing about it, was able to follow it just fine yeah. and enjoyed it. Uh, Bill, knowing a little bit about it, followed it and ha- now has a man crush on Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> I think the stars – well, the, to go even further, Bill talks about how charming he is. And I'm like, he's not that charming. He's okay, but he's not that charming. Yeah. No, but, he's boy, not downy. But Bill is just like, oh, I, my new man crush. Is you know, <laughs> really? And I'm like, well, if, you know, if, maybe it's just me and maybe he really is that charming. I don't know. And I, the thing that proved with the, the film for me also is that Hemsworth, he's great, you know, and he's, he doesn't have that. He's not that star power that Downey is. No. But what it does prove is that he will be a, a fantastic side character in the Avengers movie. Oh, yeah. yeah absolutely. Because it's going to be Downey and Evans right in the front, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, uh, nothing but good. Nothing yeah. but good as far as I'm concerned, as far as Marvel Studios goes. Uh, just, uh, you know, I, uh, I've talked to a guy today, as a matter of fact, who said, I'm not sure about this Captain America movie. Well, I said, right. you know, you're the only person I've heard that. Yes. Yeah. You know, and, and this guy's a pedestrian. He, he doesn't follow as closely. He says, I'm not sure about this. Said, you're the first person who has expressed it's any a war movie. It's, reservation it about it. It looks shooty. <laughs> How could you not be on board with that? That's what I'm ex- – the most I'm excited about, I was thinking about this the other day, is that you've got a World War II movie. That's going to end in the present day, and then you got Avengers. But you know, if it does well, they're going to make Captain America two. Well, of so, course. So how do you make a Captain America two? Then it has to remain in present day. You know what I mean? It's going to be like the two movies are going to be so different from each other. Well, see, that, and that, that's my concern is that I want, and and Jeff knows the direction I'm going because there's a great storyline uh, that has happened. I want the the Cap out of water movie. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And maybe it's not a whole movie now that I think about it. Maybe it's 10 minutes of a movie. Right. Uh, and maybe they'll address it in the Avengers. I want that uh, 1940s guy. Well, really? A, gosh, gee willikers. Yeah, you know, stuck in this uh-huh. world of iPads. You know, I, that's what I well, want to see. That's a yeah. fine-looking tomato. Will you check out her gams? Didn't those shots come out of Evans in the middle of Times Square? Yes. Where he's running around all scared? Yeah, but we're not, we, we're not sure now whether that's for Cap or for the Avengers. I think it's probably for Cap. So and then you probably end on that note, and then you pick it up in the Avengers. I I, I hope you're right, but I I do want that at least a good ten minutes of Cap fish out of water stuff. Yeah. You know, I, I, that's what I want. And mm. speaking of Avengers, do we talk about how the script got released? Like it got leaked out. <laughs> yeah, I have. Uh, I've seen some of it online. Yeah, and read some of the stuff, and and uh, I've enjoyed what I've read. Yeah, and then I keep hearing that oh they need to rewrite it, and I'm like why? Yeah, it's great. 
What the I saw. stuff I saw, I wouldn't rewrite. I'm like, just because it got out on the internet, okay, so a handful of assholes read it, yeah. but the rest of the world hasn't. I would take that good product and I would stick yeah. it up on the screen. I don't care what kind of spoilers and, are out there. And, yeah, yeah. and, and besides, <laughs> like in the case of a movie like Princess Bride, people read the book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you read the book and then the movie was an adaptation of that. Exactly. Really, did that ruin the movie for exactly. you? Exactly. Okay. Yeah. By, by the way, speaking of Avengers, I read a thing by Kevin Feig, uh, the Marvel Studios guy, and Mark Ruffalo, who were talking about Avengers. Mm-hmm. And Mark Ruffalo talking how his depiction of the Huck and uh, Bruce Banner will be very Bill Bixby. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> That's for you, Shannon. Oh, good. <laughs> dun, dun, All right. Dun, dun. Uh, okay. So the new episode of Geek Show is coming. Uh, this is just the uh, broken news portion of the program. Uh, coming up, it's called uh, Geek Show. The lawsuit is on the way. Uh, now, uh, was there was there any other uh, news that I may have missed while I was away? Because I'll tell you all about my adventures coming up. But uh... I think the only thing cause we talked about in the episode—I'm not sure if it was the last one or the one coming up—but about all the Akira uh, casting and pretty much how they're whitewashing the thing. I know George Takei is upset about this. <laughs> He's very upset, and so uh, I've tweeted. The rumor is that Keanu Reeves is now the the front runner, and so. I wouldn't be opposed to that. I mean, if you're going that direction, might as well. Yeah, why not? <laughs> I mean, you know, really, does this does this actor need to be an actor? Who Reeves? No, I mean for the character that's oh, no. in Akira. No, it's going to be all do we need eye candy. An, do we need an actor? Probably not. Actor <laughs> and Keanu Reeves, when it comes to actors or acting, he's he's okay. You know, uh-huh. so he'll do just fine. Right yeah, with the with the right filmmaker. Yeah, exactly. That's the key: is the right filmmaker. Yeah, I just want my whoa moment. Whoa. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, let me tell you a story about what I did this weekend, and then if there's anything that uh, you guys remember, then we'll uh, we'll jump on it. Uh, I was uh, invited to Disneyland this weekend for the uh, premiere, <laughs> premiere, it, it, premiere of uh, <laughs> uh, Pirates of the Caribbean on Stranger Tides, Pirates Number Four. Please tell me that's how you say it when you came in. I'm uh, here for the premiere. I'm here for the premiere. <laughs> I did find out this whole hierarchy of press stuff that oh, I, want, yeah. I want to share with you someday, maybe on an episode. Not today. Yeah. I'm going to on the radio this week, so <laughs> if you're listening. But uh, I do want to share some of it with you because I came, came away with some real observations. And, and I'm about to make a statement. Do not take this wrong, Disney. Do not take this wrong, any of the people who sent me there, okay? I'm never doing a red carpet again. Don't take that wrong. <laughs> it's an excellent thing. It really is. It's just for me, I can't do it, and, yeah. there, and there are reasons. But anyway, so it was a red carpet event. They, they shut down Disneyland at about 5 o'clock in the afternoon, which is just unheard of. Huh. And uh, they, uh, they, they took Main Street and uh, put instead of, instead of a red carpet, it was a black one, you see, because it's, it's a black carpet, you see, instead of a, it's not a red carpet, because, you know, Blackbeard and they're pirates and not red. Were there skulls and crossbows on it? <laughs> and, and treasure lying around, because, gosh, that's careless with all these pirates here, you know, just leaving their treasure lying around. <laughs> anyway, so they, they set up at the top of Main Street where all the important media was, you know, like E and all those. Uh-huh. And then the rest of us were down that way. But uh, it, uh, it, <laughs> it, uh, it swerved around the, the Walt statue into Adventureland. And which, which part of the parking lot were you in? <laughs> Goofy. <laughs> Let me just say, I was in front of the candy shop, so I wasn't all the way down. Okay, okay. But I wasn't up. 
next to where the magic shop is. You know, I, I was there. Uh, but anyway, uh, so, so it, it wheels around and uh, it dumps you out. And they, they took uh, the uh, Tom Sawyer <laughs> Island, which is the Pirate's Island now, and they put a gigantic movie screen up there. And then they built a huge stadium. So there's the river in between the right. screen and the stadium. There's nice. the Rivers of America, you know, where the ships go. And uh, then they had all these seats set up, gigantic setup. And it was still in 3D. It was still great sound and good picture. Huh. With that kind of an outside setup, the only drawback was it was it wasn't raining; it was misting. You know how it is in in, in uh, Anaheim. Yeah. Oh, but that sounds a- atmospheric. It was atmospheric, but except for all the locals who were, this is freezing. And I'm like, hey, I live in the mountains. Fuck you, pussies. You know? <laughs> so, anyway, uh, so there was a lot of California pussies, a lot of crying going on about the weather. Uh, but uh, it was it was nice and atmosphere. You're right. It was perfect for it. But a great screening, and, uh, and they did a terrific job with all of this. I can tell they spent a lot of money on that. Boy. <laughs> you know, when I hear about how much money a movie makes in a weekend, I always now, in my head, go, that's not factoring in advertising. A- absolutely. <laughs> well, and, 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 and here's a bit of information that most people don't realize. As much as a movie costs, say a movie costs $150 million dollars. In promotion alone, they will spend at least $75 million, mm-hmm. sometimes as much as the entire production budget on promotion. God. And I had this thought as I was watching it, as I'm watching Ian McShane as Blackbeard, my favorite part of the movie. Sweating. Nice. <clears throat> Swearingen on the high seas. That's, that's, I'll just encapsulate it right there for you. <laughs> but I'm watching this, and I'm like, I'm Ian McShane, and I'm in a movie that's destined to make millions of dollars. And I say to them, I want this all – what is it, gross versus net? What, what's the difference? Yeah. One, one is not factoring in the advertising. One is Absolutely. this is the grosses. Yeah. I think it's the gross. You want the gross, right? Isn't yeah. it? And I'm like, I'm me and McShane, and I say to them, I want the gross. And I'm Disney. Then Disney says, no, no, no. You'll get the net. After we pay for everything, then you'll get your money. <laughs> and that's when I look at them and I say – I'm Ian fucking McShane, and I will take the grosses, sir. <laughs> Cocksucker. <laughs> because I got thinking about all the actors in this who were promised, you'll get a little taste at the end. Yeah. And they never do. I mean, ask Sylvester Stallone about this most recent movie he made. Uh, Expendables? Uh, Expendables. He still hasn't made any money on that because of the deal that he made. Uh, you know, it, it, oh, no, we still haven't made our money. You never let them off the hook. You know, yeah. so I'm like, I hope these guys, and I, you know, Depp did, and I hope. The rest of the cast in this went, no, we're getting our money now, and we're getting it as yeah. it goes, <laughs> not after the Slurpee cups are paid for or whatever. You know. Anyway, uh, it, was, uh, it was a lot of fun, this event, and uh, I, w- I want to thank Disney and all the people that sent me there. Aww. Uh, and, and that being said, it's, it's, it's a fun little movie, and it will be extremely popular and do very well. I seen the toys at Super Target today. I, I saw some of the toys. Uh-huh. Um, here, here's what I liked about the movie. First of all, Blackbeard. Right. What's great about having Ian McShane in this role and the way he's playing it is it really is Swearingen on the high seas. <laughs> because of the way he delivers his lines and the way he approaches his character, you don't get any true menace from any other pirate in the movie. But? It's like, you know, we're pirates, but we're just kind of having fun. Yeah. You know, and no one's going to get hurt or killed. And that is until he shows up. And people get killed, <laughs> and he kills them. Huh. And, you know, it's like he's for reals. 
but yet at the same time, he's got this kind of magic element to him as well, mm. which makes him even more dangerous and menacing. And uh, he's he's the guy. And I was I was I was thinking about this on the on the flight here. He is he is one of the actors in this movie who can take one word of dialogue that in any other actor's hand would have been thrown away. Yeah. You know, uh, there's a scene where uh, they're torturing this mermaid. Yeah. PG-13. Uh, <laughs> they're torturing a mermaid to get her to cry because they need her tears. Oh. It helps with the magic potion that comes in later. Well, one of the people on Blackbeard's ship is a, uh, a preacher. And, uh, you know, uh, of course, uh, Swearingen and Blackbeard has not gotten along with him at all and has kept him in prison the whole time, <laughs> but has developed a, a, a bond with the mermaid. And uh, so Swearingen is referring to the mermaid as it the whole time. And he finally says, get it into the, uh, the glass casket we have to get going. And finally, you know, this is after hurting her a lot, and, and the and the, the preacher shouts out, "She has a name. <laughs> it's Ariel." You know, almost. <laughs> <laughs> this is where an actor like Ian McShane will come in, and he will kick ass with one word of dialogue. Any other actor would have used the word "pray tell" just as kind of a throwaway. Right. You know, she has a name. Pray tell. Yeah. He pulls up the swerge and swagger, and it's just like. Instead of the words, pray tell, he could be saying, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> but here he is, and he just kind of, you know, does a slight bow and a gesture and goes, pray tell, you know, just perfectly. <laughs> you know, it's like, I don't give a fuck, but what is her name? You know, he conveys it all in just one. That's how good he is. Ooh, so, so it's like that bit in the most interesting man in the world line where <laughs> his the words he used carry a weight that would break other men's jaws. Mm -hmm. Exactly. <laughs> Every time Ian McShane is on the screen, I'm happy. He is just kicking ass. He's, nice. He is my favorite part of this movie. And the mermaids are really cool. What they do with the mermaids are really cool. So do they redeem themselves from the third one then? They do. They do. But but here is my question. I know how Jeff's going to answer. I don't know about you. Yeah. What is your uh, uh, depth tolerance ratio? Now, compared to like, other actors on screen and... I know that Jeff doesn't enjoy watching Johnny Depp doing his drunken Englishman anymore. No, nope. anymore. No, nope. so that's my question: Is what's your Depp tolerance ratio? I don't. I don't mind him. I think if anything, I like him when he's doing his stupid characters. I mean, because Willy Wonka and, and uh, Jack Sparrow and all mm -hmm. that. I mean, the tourists yeah. is where I lost interest in him. You know, that's where I hate him the most. Because if you're like Jeff, put off by it, yeah, you will not enjoy this movie. Oh. <laughs> Because it is Jack Sparrow's movie. It is Jack Sparrow's movie. Well, well, but that, is, big, but, but that is, being said, yeah. no more Squirrel Girl. <laughs> Kira Knightley. No more, no more Kira Knightley. And her clenchy jaw. No, you got Pen uh, Penelope uh, Cruz. That's a good trade. You Penelope. Penelope Cruz looking just awesome. <laughs> Penelope Cruz, isn't that her name? Anyway, yeah. uh, she's just looking great. And uh, half of me says, oh, that was enjoyable to see her doing all this stuff. But then the other half of me goes, really? They just wanted to create a uh, female Jack Sparrow for the girls. Uh, yeah, I could kind of see that from you know. So the, uh, it depends reviews. on my mood, this movie. Right. If I'm really cynical that day, I'm not going to like this movie. But if I'm willing to check my brain at the door and just go with it, I'm enjoying this movie. 
Now, I think probably because I was in Disneyland and all that. Oh, that helps. <laughs> that really helped me enjoy the movie. Now, if, I'm, if I walk in in a bad mood, I'm going to pick it apart. Because like The Mermaid, it is that powerful and that fragile, this movie. Uh, depending on how you see it. It really is. If you buy the premise, you buy the bit. If you go in you know, cautious about your Johnny Depp tolerance, then you're not going to like it. But maybe that sets the expectations low, just low enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, uh, you know, it's a fun ride, plenty of action, yeah. funny stuff, funny what, lines. What, so, you what, know. so what you're saying is don't go in with the attitude that the New York film critics circle seem to have gone into Thor with. Okay. Uh, I'll just say this. I'm sure they didn't like it. They didn't. And, Surprise. And, and it was one of these, I swear they had a meeting before they saw Thor and they went – well, we're tired of superhero movies. This is where we're drawing a line in the sand. Let's. All right, New York film critics, fine, fine. Go fuck, go fuck yourselves. If you don't your want city to... smells <laughs> like your city smells like urine, <laughs> and so do your reviews. They're just upset because this superhero movie didn't take place in New York. You know how they are. Yes, I yeah. think so. I'll have to read that. That's interesting. I mean, it's not ex- unexpected, but no. What about the wankers? It's always funny. That means Bill will change his his opinion on the movie. <laughs> I just want you to know that he'll he'll change his opinion. Uh, let's see. Um, anything uh, that you can what, think of that I uh... going back on Thor? Uh, yes. I actually got to play the Thor Xbox 360 game. Oh, and it is not good. Uh, <laughs> I was worried it's that about that basic tie-in. Uh... And like it's funny because it has special moves, but every move is uh, press X. Like is like hit X X Y for this one, okay? Hit X X X Y for this one. Hit X X X X X Y for this one. I'm like, oh my god, hit I don't X-Y-Y. care anymore. So this sounds like I would have I would have a good time with it because I <laughs> I hit X and run around. Yeah, you know, I I mash buttons anyway. Yeah, so, yes. you know. <laughs> it's it's just it, it. I hate to see it go that direction because we talked about this with the Toy Story three and and even the Rango game was kind of fun. Mm-hmm. But this is going right back to the we don't give a shit. Let's just pop this out. That's too bad. Yeah, and it sucks. Uh, I mean, because, they had a chance because yeah. like Spider Man, the Spider Man two game was awesome. Mm-hmm. Yes, well, um, it, well, it had that awesome training sequence. Getting insulted by Bruce Campbell. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that was fun. And, well, and there's the thing is that and and Spider Man two, Toy Story three, they started planning it. Long before yeah. it was even approved, they went. We know it's going to happen, you know. Yeah. So we got to start working on it. And the same thing that Pixar has done with Cars Two, which I'm going to check out this week. Uh, they are really proud of this game. Yeah. They 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 say that it's it's a good driving game. The nice. fact that it's a Cars Pixar game is secondary. They're like we we think that we may have revolutionized the car driving game, and that's how they should do it. And that's the way it should be. Yeah. Now I'd heard about the Captain America game, saying that it that was, was cool. That it was going to be kind of a similar feel like uh, the Arkham Asylum, huh. uh, yeah. which I loved. And and I thought, God, if I can get that feel with my favorite character throwing a shield, oh, oh Jesus, I'm yeah. never going to leave the house. I've been told that I get to try that, that out Car- at E3. That, that oh, was so. Carrie's penis hitting the table. That was. By the way, yes. the. Uh, I I want to bash on Thor too much. I mean, it is a bad game, but if you like Thor and you want to smash people with the hammer, then. You'll have a good time. The, I mean, the, but okay. it's, the, 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 the by Ultimate Alliance instead. Well, yeah, I'm serious. There I mean, you go. It's it's you know it, they didn't try that hard, so. Well, you can loan it to me. Yeah, I'll be glad to loan it to you. <laughs> I'm sure I'll be done with it quick. I'm done with it. Me. <laughs> uh, really quickly here, I just want to show you uh, my uh, my uh, souvenirs that I got from Disneyland. Pick those up right there, would you, Jimmy? Right on the table. I'm just going to show it to you here on the uh, podcast. These are the things that oh. I that I picked up. There is uh, R2-D2 Mickey Mouse ears. Uh, 
Take that, Brian. So there's that. Star Wars, Brian. Star Wars. There's the uh, the race cars. I got 3PO and R2 because they are my favorite. But then there's uh, this Ewok, and we'll take a picture of it uh, on our next taping. It's a plush Ewok character. Yub, yub. Why do I see and, Ripley humping that very soon? And Ripley will be. Actually, what I'm going to do is I'm going to take, because the hood comes off, uh-huh. I'm going to put it on my dog. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I got it. Oh, I'm going to put it on Ripley. my damn dog. Oh, Ripley. But, uh, yeah, there you go. It's, but it, just look at that face. It just it's. It looks like Ripley. That, you, that, I'll yeah. try to post it yub, yub. at some point, because the caption that I wrote on it is, I will haunt your nightmares. <laughs> So you should mount the head to the wall, the little plushy walk, but and show Ripley and say that's the last dog that ate my fucking video game. That's right. <laughs> Don't eat my DVDs anymore, you little shit. <laughs> All right. Uh, do we have anything else before we go? Yeah, um, I have a I have a music recommendation. Yes. Everyone should run out and buy, not steal online. <laughs> Hot Sauce Committee Part Two by the Beastie Boys. Is it that good? Yes, I've read a lot of good reviews. It. I, and this is coming from a guy who didn't really care for Hello Nasty or To the Five Burrows. Really? Yeah. Hmm. But this is... I, I I wish that everyone... I wish that a camera had been rolling on me and Shannon listening to the new Beastie Boys in my car <laughs> on the way to... <laughs> to That's to okay. free comic book day, waving uh, our hands in the air <laughs> like we just didn't care. It's okay. We have that footage of Wayne and Garth in the car as they listen to... Uh... Bohemian Rhapsody, bouncing their heads up and down. It's pretty much the same thing. We'll just do a, we'll do a gif of that and call it a day. Okay. Uh, let's see. So Thor game, not so good. Yeah. Anything uh, else? Uh, the one thing that came out, I think I may have mentioned it on the show, but uh, the Green Hornet came out on uh, Blu-ray and DVD. I think it was last week. Yeah. I wasn't. Uh, I enjoyed that movie. Yeah. See, I still haven't seen it. I, I, I like it. I mean, it gets stupid at the end. It, well, no, I see. People say the end gets stupid because it becomes nothing but action. But Jesus, it's a superhero movie, so give it a break. I mean, but there are moments in there that are absolutely brilliant. That is pure Michelle Gondry. That it, it's a there's a, a whole uh, bit where the villains are going out and spreading the word about him, and they're doing camera flips, and it's about like what seventeen twenty shots on the screen. Yes. And I don't know how he did it. And it, I'm you know, and he, I like to make films myself, and I'm looking at there going. I have no clue. Yeah, mm. he they storyboarded the fuck out of that scene. That's because it fall it characters bleed from one scene to the other. Yeah, mm. it's. I'll let you borrow it if you want to check I it am, out. I'm curious it's now. Absolutely amazing plus, on that part of it. Plus, I just like to hear the way that Christoph Waltz talks oh, very deliberately. See, you talk. That's what I was trying to think when you were talking about an actor who can say do anything mm-hmm. like Amy yeah. Shane. Christoph Waltz is the other one for me because the guy can he can just smile and he looks like an asshole and you just hate him immediately. I mean, and maybe that's from Inglorious Bastards, but even in Water for Elephants, I mean, that movie wasn't that great, but Jesus, every scene he was in. Yeah, you you, you almost root for Robert Pattinson. That's how that's how good Christoph Waltz is in that movie. <laughs> Boy, you'd have to be damn good. But I mean, in the announcement with Quentin Tarantino, uh, did you guys talk about that in his uh, his western Django Unchained? Yeah, and uh, I guess he's going after Will Smith to Play the the it's, runaway slave. It's a runaway slave movie. Yeah, yep. but it's a western. Yeah, yep. and Christoph Waltz is what a bounty hunter. Yes, and oh. right when I heard that that he's trying to escort the slave, I was like, I, I want to see it now. I want to yeah. see it. Just come on. <laughs> yeah, just get it. Hurry up and get it done, Quentin. <laughs> it Can't sounds wait. so good. Yeah, that oh, sounds just, good. Just don't make it in three D. No oh, shit, he won't do that. <laughs> All right. Anything uh, before we go? All right. The uh, the new episode. Thank you, gentlemen. The new episode is uh, called uh, Geek Show, The Lawsuit. Please to enjoy. 
Good news, everyone. We're film critics and Geek Show podcast panelists, Jeff Weiss and Jimmy Martin, and we'd like to tell you about our new television show, The Big Movie Mouth-Off. Now, The Big Movie Mouth-Off is a film review program, edgier than most, that pits us two critics against each other in a critical grudge match to the death as we squabble over the finer points of filmmaking. Or it'll show our softer, more warm and cuddly sides as we agree and live in a utopian state of well-being. You know, either way, you'll hear everything you'd want to know about the latest theatrical movies and the occasional DVD and Blu-ray releases. So, before you have the bright idea to spend any form of currency on the latest M. Night Shyamalan disaster, or if you're just debating whether that latest comic book adaptation is worth your hard-earned cash, check out the Big Movie Mouth Off for our expert, albeit cynical, advice. This delectable digital delight can be found on Comcast On Demand in the Utah local section or wherever beta tapes and laser discs are sold. You know, I really need to update my video library. Also, be sure to friend the Big Movie Mouth Off on Facebook for your chance to win free swag, pass it to the press screening that will be attended by yours truly. And we promise to keep the bickering to a minimum while inside the theater. I promise nothing. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection, fine, fine sponsor of the Geek Show podcast, geekshowpodcast.com. And uh, we're here, I'm here, uh, Carrie, with uh, Jeff and Jimmy, and uh, Jimmy is a big Tron fan. And so we're going to introduce Jimmy to Dr. Volt's comics because of the new Tron comic book coming out. So what you need to do, Jimmy, yes. first of all, go down to Dr. Volt's at 2043 East, 3300 South. Walk up to the front desk and, and say, Geek Show says hey! <laughs> at which point they'll reply, hey to Geek Show. Now, you don't have to do that to open a hold no. at Dr. Volt's, but it would be nice. Now, uh, you open a hold, it's free. <gasps> they give you a number. And you say, I want all the Tron comics. Yes. Give me, give me, give me, give me. And they'll get them for you. Yes, yes, by hold they mean they hold the comics mm -hmm. when they come in on Wednesdays in, that it, you've ordered. In other uh, places, it's called a pull or things right. like that. But uh, it's it's no charge at Dr. Volt's, which is also a special thing. Yeah. Dr. Volt's comics also uh, gets in uh, toys, action figures, uh, T-shirts, posters, games, all that stuff. Uh, you know, whatever. Mexican kind of, Coke. <laughs> yes, and the Mexican Coke is probably the most popular. Twenty forty three East, thirty three hundred South, and you can buy Geek Show T-shirts there. Geek Show says hey to Dr. Volt's comics. If you're looking for something absolutely unique for either you or a friend, look no further than Grimleys.com. Each and every Grimley is handmade, hand-painted, and 100% awesome. We can make a Grimley of just about anything. Your favorite superheroes, villains, and horror characters come to life with Grimley's custom collectibles. We even have a full line of cool creatures for just about any taste, from super cute squidlies to brain-slurping zombies. Custom orders are always welcome. Come check us out on Facebook or head over to Grimleys.com. That's G-R-I-M-M-L-E-I-G-H-S.com. Gravity became very intense. I burn you! <laughs> it's Die Hard on a bus. Why would I want to uh, do that? So for all we know, he doesn't even have a wiener. That's pretty gay. No, it's the other way around. I would watch that show. Says the tallest man I've ever seen in green spandex. <laughs> it's not gay if you shout no homo. Wow, never that never... kind of brings it full circle. So this is still the gayest episode ever. Geekshowpodcast.com and we are back at Ruby's. <laughs> Yay! Oh, we are so primed. It's doing, a third show. Doing it live? Yay! I did, I did 15 shots in between shows. Do it shows. live. You did? I don't know. I'm I wish you would. I, I should. I'm just going to go I'm gonna go behind the bar and just start drinking things right out of the bar. I, I wish you would. Will you, will you pay my bail? Because, you know, one of the more popular episodes we've ever done was... We were shithouse. Blueberry vodka. <laughs> <laughs> he was gone, man. Uh, that was, was the cutest gone. thing ever. It was. It was adorable. It was like a pile like, of dead kittens. Sit, sit <laughs> all his wife. Just watching him sit down in the aisle. Which, 
We're gonna no, sl- sit is the wrong word. Slump was the word. Yeah, definitely. A slump. We're gonna be cute. putting that episode on DVD, right? Yeah, I think we will. Sure, because it yeah. was uh, pretty popular. Did you get footage of him slumped in the aisle? I didn't. I didn't know about it until after we were in the midst of shooting. Some uh, some B roll of that would have been great. You weren't uh, you weren't shooting down. There's pictures. <laughs> there there's, are pictures. Well, yeah. even if I were to take the camera over there, that corner was so dark and dank. I, <laughs> I wouldn't have gotten any. It was, it was extra dank that day. The problem, <laughs> is, the problem is, I wasn't so drunk. It's just that gravity oh, became no gravity <laughs> became. Gravity became very intense. Yeah. Nothing to do. Because you were shithouse. In this, in, this, in this small section, it became very yeah. intense. I mean, it, was almost, it was almost like the gravity of Titan. It just pulled me straight down. I just remember during the, when the Mediocre Show was recording their show, all you just hear from that little dark corner every once in a while, you hear, I found you! Shut up, Jared! Tomorrow! I've gotten shit-faced with a lot of people, and I only offer people water very rarely. Yeah. And I, I remember looking at them going, you need some water. I just, I only, he went, no. I only drink at recordings. So once I, every three weeks, I get drunk. That is true. I was so worried about, I've never, ever, I have a policy against calling my uh, friends' wives and asking them to come help them because I'm just That's like, oh, no. Oh, yeah. You knew I was on an empty stomach. That's and right. I do, I do appreciate that. That's right. I also appreciate the But you know how that, bro- that was, it took everything I had, to, it broke every rule I had. I know, and you've been broken ever since. I, I, I like, feel the toll it's out on you. a banana and a bag of sand. I don't she know what the fuck you people eat. <laughs> bag of sand? Yep. No, you sand. Know. Yeah, she went, she went to the, uh, the vegan emergency case. She, broke <laughs> she brought me some sawdust. Uh, it's gluten-free sawdust. Yeah, some electrical. No, I do eat gluten. Eat this oh, you tofu do sponge. Gluten is not a living being. Oh, okay. It's all just, right. It's just shit a whole bunch of yuppies in California are allergic to. I'm now. sorry. Just, I keep reading about gluten-free. I... No, gluten-free, it's, you know, uh... I, it's, it's a legitimate thing, but I think a lot of people think that they have celiac disease that don't. Okay. Oh, sorry. Say sorry. something racist. Sorry. Came up. <laughs> sorry. Hey, I heard a rumor that someone was pretending to be me in the last episode that I wasn't here. Is for. Is that right? That's how well, the whole blueberry thing started. Because you know, he sort of looked like you. Yeah. Well. Oh my God, he was hideous. He was a horrible person, Scott. I hate him. He, right. He's allergic. To glu- he's allergic to gluten too. <laughs> can you eat Ethiopian food? Huh? Ethiopian there's, food. there's a lot of Ethiopian food that I can eat. Yeah. We went and yeah. had Ethiopian food in Denver. And I joked to my mom. I was like, you know what the best thing about Ethiopian food? Oh, Bob, Bob Geldof comes out and buys it for you. After. <laughs> <laughs> you never have to pay for it. It's also great because Coldplay came out and played for you while you were eating. <laughs> <laughs> we, we had the bag of sand appetizer. That was me and uh, it was sand and pe- it was sand and peanut butter, yeah. wasn't no, it? The, the problem yeah. with eating at our Ethiopian restaurant, there's plenty of food in the back, but you have to get through the strong men and the uh, the, the overlords <laughs> to get it to your table. Good times. All right. Oh, Ethiopian uh, starvation, hilarious. I think it's it. It is. No, it's what you realize the politics. No, I, I. It was. I think 15 years ago, I was in Amsterdam, and they said, "Let's go to an Ethiopian restaurant." I said, huh? "What? <laughs> that makes no sense to me. Have you seen them on what? the TV?" Ethiopian food I, I, is delicious. What am I going to eat? Flies? I, <laughs> my, my, plate, oh, my plate is empty. Whoa. I don't get it. You know, but it was delicious. Wow, uh, I'm second the, most racist. The problem was every time anybody came out of the back to bring the food, Sally Struthers would grab it and scarf it down. <laughs> <laughs> this is for a child. A child. I had a hard time sitting there with my eye open with a fly crawling around on it. <laughs> I know. Oh. Uh, that's, that's what I was going through. <laughs> All right, let's, uh, let's introduce the panel and uh, get this We're thing underway. We're gonna go to hell when we die. We're gonna go to hell when we die. I'm already there. I have no beat. You guys, you know there's no hell. Don't worry about it. Uh, Down here at this end, the uh, the married married at the movies 
The big movie mouth off. <laughs> Cable TV sensation in HD. It's uh, Jeff and Jimmy, Jeff Vice, film critic to the world. Um, yeah, he, he started looking at the camera. Hi, folks. Yeah, that's very good. And uh, he is on uh, Parallel Universe on MSN. And you can read his stuff there. Also, Mediocre Show and uh, mm-hmm. My Little Radio Show. and uh, Th- Thursday mornings at nine in the 9 a.m. hour. That's mm-hmm. all I ask. That's all, I, that's all he asks. Uh, Jimmy Martin, who Yay! is uh, also on uh, slugmag.com. And you can hear him on the radio uh, Friday at uh, 8. Friday at 8. On uh, U92. You get up that early? I try to. What's our, uh, is it just U92.com is our website? Yeah, I think so. So yeah. you can hear U92. him streaming online. I, yep. Jimmy is also married to one of the funniest women alive. She's um, great. Well, true. obviously, she must have a sense of humor. <laughs> I, I, love, I love anytime I post anything on Facebook, Kat is commenting She doesn't just you. like it like some people that will remain unmentioned in the room. But uh, amazing. she actually like takes everything. a moment and comments on it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, Scott Pierce, uh, TV critic for uh, Salt Lake Tribune, sltrib.com. Yeah, follow me on the Twitters. <laughs> I did. Just, just I so did. At Scott D. Pierce. It's kind of funny. Just so you know, Scott is no longer racist. This past week, we sent him to uh, Asian counseling. Oh, so. Yeah. <laughs> it was sensitivity uh, no, camp. That was, that, was, that was someone else. That wasn't That him. wasn't me. Yeah. Uh, Mr. B, What's children's, up, children's educator. Yeah. How you doing? Uh, bankrupt in the country. That's, just That's what you're deal. doing. Mm-hmm. In my 83 Civic. I'm just yep. giving my money now. Mm-hmm. Just, uh, you know. You got li- a new car? Liberal educator. <laughs> <laughs> Liberal educator. That's good. Liberal educator. Teach him to the test. That's right. Uh, let's see. Only because you demanded it, folks. Right. I was just thinking about the uh, good job. The down payment I was able to put on my new car with my bonus, the bank I work at. With your bonus? So, yeah. Yeah, they all got bonuses. Yeah. He's a banker, Mr. Lee George Cable. Although Cade, my bank didn't take any TARP money, so we're, we're not a lending bank. We're an investment bank. There's, uh, a, there's uh, a difference there. We're only wow, kind of, I thought that gluten stuff was dull. Yeah, we're, oh. kind of, we're kind of we're just a little <laughs> evil, not mostly. Evil. What, sorry, so. what is wrong with that? It's all right, Scott. I can't I'm read. Sorry. It's not like I know what you do for Please a living. Please forgive me. I'm so, well, you can you can listen to this podcast that I am alleged racist well, on. I, I don't know. Scott I, gets actually, mad when he can't let out his hate. Give your uh, <laughs> give your website and uh, uh, Grimleys dot com, and uh, we'll make custom dolls of just about anything, except uh, for Scott Pierce. I would still love to you see already one. Did. Oh, you we already, already did. did. One. That's right. It De- was cute. It's cute. It's like in my living room. Designated driver of the uh, Geek Show podcast TTT. Triple hey. Tony. What's up? Yay! And, uh, the, the disembodied voice that's defending Star Wars, Brian Young from Big Shiny Robot behind the camera. Hello. Thank you for podcast. everything. The prequels are and our, good. And our host, Mr. Kerry Jackson. Oh, hi. How you doing? Monday through Friday, 6 to 10, X96. Sounds good with the word action. 96. Wakes me up every morning. 96.3 FM. Uh, check it out. What, 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 what hours? 6 to 10. That's all, all I Is that Provo that's all Arm, Salt Lake City? It is. All right. So let's get underway here. Let's launch this boat. You see, you see my story here? You see what the, does it say? You see the headline? I can't there, read it. What does it say? Are you sick of Jeremy Renner yet? Who well, is no, he? but you no. will be soon. What is he? Who is he? Who is he? What does well, he do? Well, uh, he was in the, uh, the, the, the town. The locker. He was in the town. The, in the town. I didn't, I didn't oh, yeah, see yeah. either of those. I, liked, I, liked I just saw The Town the other night. And, good. Uh, it's a good movie. On you know, my Netflix. And it was really quite good. And, and he is amazing. And yeah. he's in it and very good. And Ben Affleck is is good. Yeah. Affleck's I, a good actor. I, don't I like Affleck, says. too. I'm yeah. pro-Affleck. Affleck, I, seriously, I would take a bullet I'm for Affleck. I'm pro-Affleck. Affleck. I would take a bullet for And him. the female lead, I I don't know if I've seen her before. She was, everybody, no, John Hamm. That was, was a great movie. She, that was also Ben Affleck. What? Wow. He's that good. He is good. <laughs> uh, so anyway, but. She, uh, that, that was Rebecca Hall. She was also in Vic, Vicky Christina Bartholone. And, and, and the Prestige. 
Christopher Nolan's The Prestige. <laughs> why did that kill the show? No, because I'm... we couldn't figure out why the fuck you're talking about something that wasn't Star Wars. <laughs> oh, <laughs> We're all oh, confused. Oh, oh, that hurt. I couldn't anyway, figure out where that noise was It was, was appropriate. From. It wasn't. I was just no, freaked out. It was. It was that guy looks like the guy from Community that just walked in and fucking freaked me out for a second. So, so we got uh, shiny keys. So we got uh, we got Jeremy Renner. Yeah. Who's in Thor briefly. Yes. Thor. As Hawkeye. As Hawkeye. Oh, cool. He is now going to be in the Matt Damon free Bourne movies. Yeah, the Bourne yeah. legacy. Oh. Huh. He isn't replacing Matt Damon. Right. No. Because who could? This is such a bad idea. There will be a new spy that operates in the same universe as Jason Bourne, but isn't Jason Bourne. His name is Cousin Oliver. <laughs> I was going to say, is he Oliver Bourne? <laughs> Cousin Oliver Bourne. So... It's going totally to be called different. the Born Identity. It's going to be called the Born Identity, and it's the Born, Born Legacy. Legacy. The Born Legacy. So it's a not Born, but it is in the Born no, universe. I just love just the, make your own fucking spy series yeah, exactly. and call it something else. Yeah. The, the ocean is just filled with uh, secret spies who have amnesia ah! <laughs> floating around with a couple of bullets <laughs> around. around. Those guys and, and in and the fishing boats are like, "Fuck, not again!" <laughs> why didn't anybody question why this guy was fluent in their language from the second they pulled him out of the water? You know. <laughs> So, but then, right? He's in the new Mission Impossible movie. Right. He plays Jason Bourne, which he could. <laughs> and then he's in the Avengers as Hawkeye. So by then, will you be sick of it? No, no, uh, he's a good actor. And, and they're also no, because I won't go see most of those. And movies. they're also talking about if they do make a Shield movie, that the Shield movie will have Hawkeye and Black Widow in it too. Oh. Well, that, I don't know who Hawkeye t- is. Who is Hawkeye? He's, he's a, got a bow and arrow. He's he's yeah. on Mash. Dresses he's, in that's purple. what I thought. Let me let me just say. Take the green from Green Arrow and uh-huh. make it purple. Yeah. yeah, he's the purple arrow, and he's and he's, and he's sort of clean shaven. And put a put a H in the middle of his Wolverine mask. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's Pretty the much. purple. He's the purple arrow. But I see, they, he's actually I knew gotten, you could answer. He's actually gotten more interesting as a character. Absolutely, I always liked him more than Green Arrow. To tell you the truth, really? Yeah, no boxing glove arrow. Oh. That's true. I, I like all of That's true. Queen. Is there any relationship? And this is. A serious question between Green Arrow and Green Lantern? No. Well, no other went, than they're good friends. No, and yeah, they went on the road once. They're, they're they, good friends. They do. They are known to touch dicks. <laughs> yes. Whoa. Just the tip. Man, just, no, just, no, 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 no. They prefer to dock. That's not true. I was just going to say that. Gingerly. You just talked about docking. I was just And it's just because. I was going to as well. I was wow. Going to say that. Wow. But it's not gay if you don't look. That's right. <laughs> no, it's not gay if you shout no homo yeah. while you're doing it. <laughs> now you just got to chant over it again. Practice for chicks. Practice for chicks. Practice for chicks. We're, like, we're said, like five minutes in and this is the gayest episode ever. And Green Arrow does have an H shaved into his pubes. But, Geek Show you know, says, hey. Wasn't it Brian Poseidon that it's not gay if you got Slayer? <laughs> Slayer. Slayer. Nice. Oh, Jesus. There's that, a guy on iTunes that thinks we're homophobes, and I don't get it. Really? Mm. I don't get it. I don't know, I don't know where that comes from. Yeah. Jesus, I got that. Uh, oh, people are amused. But anyway. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. I, no, I got, I got a, a comment on a short little thing I put about how I hate uh, happy endings, saying, why do I have the feeling that... Well, because that, that's a because a, movie, a, because a writer role. from Utah doesn't like the show. It's because there's a, a gay character in it. And I, <laughs> I posted part of the original review where I said the gay character was the best thing in this crappy yeah. show. Yeah. You should have right. just told him to fuck off. Yeah, that's what I would have. I think works, right? I, you know, I'm, I'm kind of new there, but I don't think I'm allowed to do that. Oh yeah. <laughs> How about that? I'll be your press agent. 
He said things to me, and I'll just call him on the phone and say, hey, fuck you, and hang up. <laughs> just, just five simple words is all you ever need. I know where you live. Yeah. GPS tracking. Uh, that's all it is. Yeah. If, you, if you own an iPhone, any phone. Actually, Seriously. we thought it was the Androids, too. GPS tracking. You work for a newspaper. There's only really five possible people it could have mm-hmm. been anyway. Yeah. That's true. Here comes uh, Jeff's pizza. Look, that's Rio. Oh. Let's check her out. She's Hi like, there. Rio, you're on TV right now. Hi. There's a, <laughs> <laughs> Our ratings just went I, up. I was going to yeah. say, I think you can see right now the best well, reason. Well, it's only my ratings that went up. Best see reason to come <laughs> <through this. laughs> That, he's, he's talking about his blood pressure. Oh, no, I was talking about my penis. No, oh. blood pressure. Tip her, tip her Tune well. Tune in next week for Geek Show, oh, The Lawsuit. I will tip her well, if you know what I mean. Tip her well. <laughs> Just the tip. I'll, Just the hold, I'll give her the whole thing well. Is that that whole docking thing? I don't get it. No. It's right. not that we'll big tell a you deal. When you're older. I'll tell you. Okay. I'll show you later. <laughs> Close your eyes. No, seriously. It's just for research, Lee. Are you circumcised? Huh? What? Yes. Oh, it's not I was born out. in the 60s. Everybody was. Everybody was born in the 60s? No. The everybody in the, every, you I were think, born in the 60s? How is that possible? I was born in 1969. What's going on? Because I thought I was 10 years older than you, and I was just barely in the 60s at the other well, end. Well, then you're barely 10 years older. You're like go. nine years older than Okay. Me. What happened? Uh, I don't know. This, uh, this segment's brought to you by the Toyota Bukaki. <laughs> <laughs> I love my Bukaki. And Captain Alzheimer's. Um, Captain Alzheimer's and Senior Senility. All right, how about this? Okay. <laughs> She's okay. like, yeah, yes. I went, I went to the bottom of the stack. Uh, okay, so, well, we've been there for there the start of the show. <laughs> um, Stan Lee finally answers that question about the things we... Oh. About the things we... Oh, oh, Jesus. He answered that It's about Mallrats. time. This keeps me up at night. He, he well, answered. he was kind of iffy in Mallrats. Oh, that's true. All right, so in, in Mallrats, Stan Lee is approached, approached by uh, Jay. He says... Is the thing's dork made out of orange lock, uh, rock like the rest of his body? Yes. And Lee didn't quite answer, calling it a superhero secret. Oh. It's a superhero secret. <laughs> well, Vanity Fair just recently interviewed Stan Lee, and they asked him, among other things. <laughs> really? Wow. Why? Question, awesome. question that has crossed every serious comic book fan's mind at least once in life. It's, is it a porous rock? Is that's, it a hard rock? Is that's it an rock? Here's what Stan Lee said. Is it lava rock? It floats. I never gave it a thought. I guess common sense would say it's made of orange rock, too. Right, because why would everything but his cock turn into that? (laughs) That would be the weirdest (laughs) image. (laughs) But he goes further. Oh, Lord. But I always thought it was more interesting to think about Reed Richards. Oh, yeah, because he can stretch. He can stretch his cock. As you know, he had the ability to stretch. And sexually, that would seem to be a great asset in many areas. He's, like if you were handcuffed yeah. to a bed, you'd need he's, something to unlock it. He's 88. Or if you want to bone somebody down the hall. <laughs> it's like a snake going I mean, through the hallways. You oh, always, hey, what the fuck? <laughs> I mean, you always wondered why Sue Richards stayed with him. Yeah. It wasn't for his personality. You could clean her out. Well, it's like, it's like asking, did the human torch's dick light on fire, too? No, it just really hurt when he lit on fire. <laughs> There's a burning sensation. Yeah. Yeah. Stupid. <laughs> Go see a doctor. Oh, my. I think I've got gonorrhea. <laughs> uh, he goes on to say, they said, uh, uh, they said, are you going to be one of those guys who doesn't quit until they find you dead in your office, face down in a pool of ink surrounded by storyboards? And he said, no. I don't intend to die. <laughs> oh, Guess what, Stan? <laughs> Creepy. It'd be nice if his body joined his brain. 
<laughs> Creepy right. old body just running around. All I know is whoever the thing does with his orange dick would be Mighty Thor. <laughs> I just very nice. Uh, you guys get it? You'll, you'll find no. Stanley uh, dead space well, talking a picture of Arnold Schwarzenegger's well, the governor. Let me let me ask uh, uh, Jeff Weiss, an expert on Modoc. Where where would wh- wh- what would that be all about? Modoc's junk is withered. Come on, it's withered. Yeah, or, or it's really tiny with a big giant head. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like a mushroom. It's got its own. It's got its own anti gravity. Hey, what the hell, Modoc? Does a Smurf live in your dick? <laughs> let me ask you this. Okay. Is wow. The, is the Silver Surfer wearing a swimsuit or not? Yes. Okay. No. No, he's not. No, in the old, in the old Kirby. Yes, he is. He's so drawn. he's like he, a Ken doll? He, he's, he's drawn in yeah. the Kirby comics as wearing some right. trunks. He is he's wearing got, trunks in the original. Not anymore, is it is trunks it? or is it a Speedo? I thought it was a Speedo. Mm. It's not that the, I was looking. <laughs> one of the one-piece suits from the 20s. That's the same. Ah, never mind. Moving along. Says the, says the tallest man I've ever seen in green spandex. <laughs> <laughs> you got that right. It's true. Okay, let me let me let me ask Slapping you some board shorts. Let me ask you another one. Okay, Galactus. Yep. What about him? He's not the planet fucker. He's the planet eater. Well, I don't know what Galactus is. Well, okay. <laughs> Big and purple. First okay. off, this has been explained. Wait, wait, um, hold on. Where? Wait, we're still talking about his dick. Yeah, right? House Forum. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm just saying. <laughs> I was like, why was that explained? <laughs> Let me just say this about Galactus. All right. We see him as a guy in a big, goofy, purple outfit. Yes. With a weird but appara- hat. But apparently he looks different and has different appearances to different races. Hmm. He does not look like that to everybody. So for all we know, he doesn't even have a wiener. Hmm. He may not have a wiener. Yep. So is it's that like why, is ba- that why Babylon he's, 5. So is that why he's so angry, do you think? I think so. Why would Galactus have to look like different things to different races? I mean, is he, to scare him better. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, the, I mean, the, the, giant guy in a the, goofy hat. The, the, is he a the, giant planet? The repre- the, oh. Apparently the representation we always see is how he appears to be Asgardian. I always thought that... Oh, uh, that makes oh, sense, because really? he does look like an Asgardian. I, yes. I thought he looked like the Pope, honestly, and that was really <laughs> well, fucking frightening. He's yeah, a man. Nazi? You know. <laughs> Say the Pope's a Nazi? Yeah. Um, Dude, he's bringing it these episodes. I, know. I, I love it. Wow. Wow. Ever since we set him up he to be was. wireless. He was in Hitler Youth. And he was, he was enlisted. That the, oh, the, the current. The, the current, current Pope? Pope. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, oh he, he was. Did. No, that's true. Uh-huh. That he, is true. He, he I'm not making a, that up. No, it is true. It doesn't mean that he necessarily agreed with everything. It just he means just like the listed. strudel. Are you telling me that the Republicans in this state are? Never mind. And he is bringing Caring and gentle lovers. They are, each and every one. Yeah, so you're saying this Galactus is a Vorlon? Yes, huh? there we essentially, go. yeah. What's a Vorlon? What's a Vorlon? From, it's from, from Babylon, 5. Babylon 5. Oh, that's why I don't ew, know. Ew, 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 get it off me. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that. <laughs> All right, um, Alan Ball. Yeah? You know, you know who Alan Ball yeah, is? Yeah, sure. Under, True right? Blood and Six Feet Under. True yeah. Blood, Six Feet Under. Bad what, sitcom what, before what, that. What, and won an Oscar for screenwriting yes. for American Beauty. Yes. Oh. The same year that his sitcom okay. crashed and burned. He lives next door to Quentin Tarantino. Oh, and he's suing him. No, it's the other way around. Quentin Tarantino is suing Alan Ball. Because his birds are too loud. <laughs> oh, I heard about this. Yeah. It says here he is suing Alan Ball over the blood-curdling screams emitted by Alan Ball's exotic birds. Yes, peacocks. His exotic I peacocks birds. Or something. Yeah, well, have you ever heard peacocks? No, they're... Oh, they're scary. <laughs> That is what they sound like. Clearly, clearly Tarantino was a racist against NBC. Yeah. Huh? 
Tarantino claims in the lawsuit filed in L.A. County Superior Court that the obnoxious pterodactyl-like screams... <laughs> How does coming... he know what a pterodactyl sounds He's like? He's seen movies Trust me, trust yeah. me Tarantino knows what a... <laughs> coming <laughs> from Alan Ball's exotic bird menagerie, have seriously disrupted his ability to work as a writer in his home. <laughs> Wouldn't somebody be suing him for playing all that god-awful music? All the time. I mean, I like most of the music in the Tarantino movies, but you know that's all he listens to is yeah. that 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 '60s grind guitar going on all the time. Driving past his house, it's like a grind house is going on right there. Oh, that's. I want to see them have a fist fight. <laughs> I want to see them right. I want to see them right on Velociraptors and fight each other. Wouldn't that be? What's that show where they have like people, you know, like, or animals from different things fighting each other? They should. Oh, do uh, Deadly Warrior. There we go. Oh, that Qu- show's so good. Quentin Tarantino and Alan Ball. I want to see them fight to the death. Well, so it's going to be. Long. It's going to be like Iconoclast with sledgehammers. No, I, uh, Alan Ball would lose. Well, of course, because he thinks this is a fist. <laughs> 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 I don't even know if they can show that oh, on Comcast. <laughs> Gayest I, show I might ever. have to cut that. Greg, <laughs> oh. <laughs> kudos, sir. Greg, does that have your seal of approval? On you? All right, I can good. only imagine the people listening going like, what did he do? <laughs> we got Greg here to make sure all of the uh, the gay jokes oh. are okay. So, you know, he, he lets us know if we've gone too far. So. We're good? Thank you, 3PO. Are we Thank still you. at 7? <laughs> All right. All right. Let's take a break here. Is that the, is that, is that the Phobometer? It is. Okay. After these messages, we'll be right back. Take that! <laughs> Hi, this is Carrie, And, of course, uh, the reason that we have this podcast is because of fine sponsors like our brand-new sponsor, SecretCompassCollectibles.com. Go to their website and give them some love. Here's the thing. They are serious collectors. All right. Authorized dealers of all the products that they sell. Been in business since 2003, so you can trust them. They primarily deal in these limited edition collectibles. We're talking like movie replicas, statues, busts, one-of-a-kind pieces of art. Uh, New products coming in all the time. They want to be your stop on the Internet for all of your collectibles. Now, the reason you should trust them? They are collectors themselves. They understand your obsession. They understand your value of trust, especially when you're dealing with high-end products like these. Uh, So they know what it's like to suffer the pains of subpar customer service. So they handle each order personally. They take each order seriously. You've got all kinds of prop replicas on this website. It's terrific, including replica costumes. And I'm not talking those ones you see at Target. These are really, really nice accurate movie collectibles so go see them give them some love from geek show tell them geek show says hey secret compass collectibles.com all one word secret compass collectibles.com hey this is jake the computer guy from pc laptops are you ready for jake the computer guy's word of the month this month's word is hangry hangry is when you're so hungry that the lack of food causes you to be angry or frustrated That's the same feeling you'll get while waiting for an appointment at the big box store just to get your computer fixed. Don't get hangry. Instead, feel the love at PC Laptops, where we can fix or upgrade any brand of computer with no appointment necessary. If your computer needs repair or upgrades, just stop by. In fact, we're so confident that we can help that if we can't fix or upgrade your computer, we'll buy it from you. 
Here's the great news. Bring your computer in, no matter what brand it is, to any one of our nine locations. And we'll run a free evaluation. Virus and spyware scan are your computer. The scan is 100% absolutely free. If you want to feel the love, get into any one of our nine PC laptops locations right now. Or call us at 1-877-596-SAVE. Or check us out at PCLaptops.com. Because at PC Laptops, we really love you. And we are back. Joints uh, yes. filling up for movie night. Yes, uh, we are recording this at a movie night. Uh, what is the May movie night uh, coming up? Do we know yet? No. We have not decided? Nope. Hmm. Any uh, any thoughts I, I have, amongst the panel? I have the same suggestion every month, but Jeff just looks at me like I'm crazy. So What? Uh, you're crazy. I want to I do, do my Touched by Elvis double feature. <laughs> Touched yeah. by Elvis? Yeah. It's, it's two movies, two road movies, okay. with Elvis as the spiritual advisor for the main character. So true oh. romance? True romance and wild at heart. It's, <laughs> okay, that's a thought. Just based on the pub quiz disaster, I think we should do a, a little Fockers theme and, <laughs> and two movies with midgets in them. Uh, well, Time Bandits, yeah. Time, Time Bandits, Bandits and Wizard of Oz. Willow. Or Bad Santa. Oh, Ooh. yeah. Bad Santa's good. Uh, you know, it's funny because uh, you, you brought up Zardoz. Once oh, <laughs> I love that movie, and I've I've been I've been looking into it because yeah. I, I never saw it because I own it's, it. Uh, it's uh, not good. It's not good, but, Shut but up. it's it's brilliantly bad. It's hilarious. Yeah, the penis is a gun that shoots seeds. I'm, I'm telling you, Zardoz and Barbarella would be a killer double so, feature. Oh, but Barbarella is so, so long. It's, and it is boring. boring. It is boring. I mean, if nope. there was a way to edit it down to half hour of crap, that would no, be no, prom- no promise of titties will keep me involved in that movie. What about the... Godzilla movies. What about the one we had to postpone for this month? Mothra. Oh, uh... Rodan. Uh, shop, uh, shop, or, uh, excuse me, Fletch and Anchorman? Yeah, what are we talking about? Beer, beer Fest and... Beer oh, yeah. Fest and is a great brew. We could do that in May. Oh, yeah. You set a shot in the dark. Shouldn't that you should save, happen. Shouldn't you save uh, Beer Fest and, and uh, Strange Brew for October? Well, we usually do oh, a, yeah, for October. We fest. usually do a Halloween movie. Yeah, horror movies. Oh, oh, yeah. That's fine. horror movie. We could do it at the end of September. Uh, which is actually technically which is my more October Fest. Yeah. Oh, that's right. We could for do you. Buffy fine. the Vampire Slayer, the movie, and then like an ep- a good episode of the TV show. Well, the movie's so bad. And the show oh, is actually, so good. And there's a Tim Burton double feature I want to show at one point, too. Beetlejuice and Pee-wee's Big Adventure. I like that. That's a fun oh. double feature. Ooh, let's do that one next month. That'd be great. Thoughts? What do you guys say? Beetlejuice, Anyone? Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. Pee-wee like, and Beetlejuice? You like that? Yeah. Okay. Right. Well, Pee-wee's right. Big Beetlejuice. Let's see if we can make that happen. Thine will be done. Thine will be done. All right. <laughs> uh, oh, shit. Your wife's here with me. It's all right. I'm sober. <laughs> Are you? Mostly. Mostly. Okay. Mostly. Hi. Um, while we're talking about... Uh, uh, I found this uh, fascinating little article. Seven actors who really should have taken the role. Okay. okay. Mm. This is what it's called. Uh, it says here, success in Hollywood can be ex- uh, elusive. Sometimes it can slip right out of your grasp before you realize it. Here are seven actors who just missed the brass ring. Gray Scott turned down Wolverine. That's right. Oh, no, he did not turn it down. Oh. <laughs> like he was he did not else. turn he it saying, down. He That's didn't wrong. turn it down? Okay. He, he got injured making the Mission Impossible movie. He, oh. he, was, cast well, as, he was cast as Wolverine. That's true. Let me, let, me get, let me get into this here. It says, uh, at the time, his career was on the rise. He had been in a few hits. He had just been handpicked by Tom Cruise to play the villain in Mission Impossible 2. Directed by John Woo. It was going to be a monster hit. 
So even though you accept the role from another smaller film, studio isn't really behind. The one with the smaller budget that's based off comic book. If Tom Cruise approaches you and says, be in this movie. But it says he wound up backing out of X-Men for the role of uh, uh, Wolverine so as not to piss off Tom Cruise. This is what nope. Mr. Skin no, says. he got hurt. Yeah, he, he, he got hurt in, oh. a, so, it, 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 in, the, in that last motorcycle against motorcycle stunt in, in Mission Impossible 2. He got hurt. And oh, broke, he did? Broke his leg or something like oh, that. Yeah. Okay. There was he, a, was, he was actually cast as Wolverine. There and, was a really big to-do on the production because they were freaking out because they didn't have a Wolverine like two weeks uh-huh. before they needed to start. I, mm. They should have just called Henry Rollins. He's short. He's muscular. He's pissed <laughs> off. Glenn no, Danzig. Danzig. Everyone at Danzig. <laughs> yeah. Jesus, that would have been great. We're talking about Tom Cruise, so this is still the gayest episode ever. <laughs> <laughs> Jim Gray, I'm here to cut your fucking fingers. Here's the next one. Um, Lawrence of Arabia. Oh, you've seen that, what, 72 times today? That's a great movie. Oh, yeah. It, it is. is a great movie. And, uh, of course, the... Uh, <laughs> Good way to kill a day. The, uh, the, the star was... Uh, Peter O'Toole. Uh, Peter O'Toole. Uh, Marlon Brando turned it down. No. This ham sandwich is way too good. <laughs> I'm just kind of busy. What's wrong with a ham sandwich? Uh, Brando, Brando turned it down. Uh, instead, he went on to play uh, the hero in Mutiny on the Bounty. Yeah, he's good. Which he did. Uh, I, 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 Captain Bly. Uh, so anyway, there you go. There's that one. Um, this one is a real bad one. James Bond in Dr. No. Hmm. Steve Reeves turned it down. Superman? No, Steve Reeves. Hercules. Hercules. Oh. Uh, who was a terrible actor. Uh, he turned down Bond uh, because, uh, he, let's see, what's the reason? But, you know, and then that's when uh, uh, that old wife beaten Sean Connery stepped in. Oh, that's before he was really beaten. He was mostly just, you know, minor abuse, verbal abuse. But, uh, yeah, he turned it down because he thought it would be silly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, with uh, Lazenby. He was in for one movie. He shouldn't have quit either, and I think yeah. he's just as much in league here as... Did as, he quit? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, he quit. Other okay. Ma- hmm. Majesty's Secret and Service. And Lazenby, Lazenby put in a kind of a brutal bond, too. He, he was... He was he, he had a couple of women in that, so it was more like he was, behind the scenes with, he, with Connery. He, he was pre-Daniel <laughs> pre Craig, Daniel Craig. Yeah, he was a badass yeah. in that. There was nothing suave about him. It was just all, beat your ass and down. If Connery would have made that movie instead of quitting, everybody would say that's the best Bond movie ever made. Hands really? down, it's so good. Hmm. It, it is a pretty good one. Uh, but yeah, he, uh, 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 Steve Reeves said that uh, uh, they weren't paying him enough to do it. Now this is weird. Hilarious. That this guy keeps coming back up. It, it, this is going to be uh, the second or third mention of Richard Grieco. <laughs> For real. Yeah. Today. Calling you, Tomcat Dangerous Desires is going to get so many downloads after this episode. He. Uh, he was offered the lead role in Speed. <laughs> <laughs> and he turned it down to do Tomcat Dangerous. Dangerous Desires. It's, it's, uh, let's see here. This is back in the 80s. They're figuring out uh, 21 Jump Street, uh, uh, Dap, all that. Uh, Greco didn't get those plum rolls like all the other characters. In, uh, instead, getting a failed spinoff. Booker. Which you remember. <clears throat> and turning down a script he thought was idiotic because he said... It's Die Hard on a bus. Why would I want to uh, do that? I remember watching I can't the wear my trailer. guyliner. I remember the trailer to that movie thinking it sounded stupid. Yeah. That's not going to go anywhere. Wow, 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 wow. Well, if it goes under 55 miles so an there hour. There you go. Here's one that uh, I know uh, Lee George Cade would have loved. Mm-hmm. And I'll bet you already know this, Brian, because it's a Star Wars. Star Wars. Brian! Is this Toshiro Mifune? Star Wars, Brian. No. Oh. Gr- uh, Grand Moff Tarkin. 
Originally, the role was offered to. I don't know. Well, so, so my 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 whole worldview has been is no, not suddenly he, obscure. I'm sorry if he doesn't does, know. It's not true. The does George is, does George Lucas does know I, of this failure? I don't know. Uh, well, don't know. But, originally well, we did. I was offer. thinking he was talking about uh, Toshiro Mifune. He tried to get Toshiro Mifune from all the Kurosawa films yeah. to play Obi Wan Kenobi. No, that, that's not uh, that's not this one. This is uh, Governor Tarkin, Grandma yeah. Tarkin. I, I, I was I was going for Christopher Lee, and uh, he wasn't available. Oh, so, I, I did hear that, and actually Christopher yeah. Lee talked quite a bit about how he was very glad to finally get into Star Wars later. I was offered a role in this weird sci-fi movie nobody thought was going to make a nickel, so I politely bowed out and said, my friend Peter Cushing should do it. And, and Cushing's, you know, would have been happy if he had... Mm-hmm. I thought Peter Cushing was good, though. Agreed. Yeah. Well, the, yeah. the funny part is, I don't think anybody really realized Christopher Lee was still alive in the late 70s. Because it was in Sleepy Hollow, when he had that brief cameo in Sleepy Hollow, I remember thinking, holy shit, Christopher Lee's alive. <laughs> well, and, and, and Christopher Lee, apparently both Christopher Lee and Peter Cushing were really hurting for money at the time. Well, the Hammer had wrapped up production in the yeah. mid-70s, and I think The Wicker Man was the last big thing that Christopher Lee had been in. And he, he was just the bad guy. So uh, there you go. Peter Cushing was like, thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> but before Peter, he actually offered it to Richard Grieco, which is even weirder. That's yeah. like six. Cried <laughs> off. Grieco. Evacuate Grieco. in our moment of triumph. I think you overestimate their chances, man. <laughs> How's my hair look? I don't know why that was a Richard Grieco <laughs> impression, but there you go. It's, it's, it's kind of sound like your Kristen Slater impression. Yeah, it's, it's very close. Very, yeah, the Death Star's same, covered same in dude. grease. Same dude. <laughs> sounded like Kristen Slater doing Jack Nicholson. All right. So here's the next one. Now I want you guys to, to, to cast Pretty Woman without Julia Roberts. Uh, Richard, Richard Grieco. Barbara Eden. Richard Grieco. Molly Ringwald. Richard Grieco. You read this. <laughs> what? Are she, you serious? She Molly? turned it down. No, just think it would have been a completely different movie if Richard Grieco played the whore. <laughs> no, uh, not yeah, because he is a lot prettier than she. She Julia said Roberts. she was offered it and she turned it down because she said playing a hooker just wasn't consistent with her image. So now she's what making, image? Now have fun she's in France, France she, dummy. Her problem was that it would have ruined her image as it has been. That's well, true. <laughs> and now she's making direct-to-cable slasher movies where she plays uh, yeah. homicidal maniacs that get naked a lot. She's on uh, 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 Secret Life of the American Teenager. Uh, all right. Now, well, I, uh, the character uh, that Clint Eastwood played in The Good, the Bad, and the Ugly? The Man with No Name. The Man with, the man no, with name. no Name. Or Blondie. Uh, was originally offered to Richard Harrison. Who was uh, who's that? Uh, actually, Man called actually horse. had a great yeah. part in um, Dumbledore. Unforgiven. In Unforgiven oh. with Clint Eastwood, where he played a gunfighter. A- original Dumbledore. The original also, Dumbledore. Okay. Also, a horrible singing King Arthur in Camelot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he uh, he's he did uh, a western. He did an Italian, as they call them, spaghetti westerns. Mm-hmm. Uh, and said, uh, "I'm I'm tired of them. Uh, I have a friend named Clint Eastwood who I can recommend." Wow. And that's where Clint Eastwood became a star, a star-turning yeah, performance. And Rawhide really didn't do it for him. And then he later turned down the same part, which was in Once Upon a Time in the West, where he was replaced by uh, old squinty eyes. Hmm? Charles Bronson. Oh. oh. <laughs> really? Yeah. Old squinty eyes? Hey, Charles Bronson. Is that a racist thing you just said? Why don't you go gather some wood for the fire? Yes, because I hate whites. Oh, that's there right. You go. And was this was this before or after Magnificent Seven? Because Charles Bronson was in that. Oh, was he? And he was he was actually a strapping, good-looking man. I, I don't know the timeline. So, okay, I've got a, uh, I've got some. Uh, oh, this is good. I still have this toy, by the way. I'm very excited about this. Rom Space Knight. Close. 
Those diorites need cleansing. Does, does anyone remember Captain Power and the Soldiers of the Future? Yes. Oh, yeah. No. Oh, that was, was that the, was the toy. Was that line. the one you guys shoot? You shot at the, the, TV. TV. the TV. Shot at it, and the TV shot back. Yeah. The TV would. I shoot still have back. that VHS tape. You do? Yeah. Because I still have the toy. Let's see if they. Let's work. have a play date. Let's let's see if they still work. I still have <laughs> yeah, the gun. The, yeah. The, the, the ship had a trigger on yeah. it. Didn't yeah. It? The ship yeah. was like a gun, and uh, the deal was is that it would keep score if you hit the bad guy spaceship. Yeah. On the show. I remember there was a huge uproar about this uh, because just, people you know, kept stealing their dad's guns and really shooting the television. <laughs> Well, it was it was all about like marketing toys for a. Right. You know, it was in the in that time, nineteen eighty late eighties. It says here, uh, and it was uh, like laser tag, kind of thing. I enjoyed Captain Alzheimer and the Soldiers of the Past. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you again? Uh, <laughs> Sorry, uh, but it's uh, it's coming back. Uh, they're really? making a new version of it. Nice. Uh, it's going to be returning in twenty twelve. No, uh, 2012. And you know, they're, uh, they're marketing everything after the apocalypse. <laughs> yeah, they're getting the same actors. <laughs> and it's going to be uh, written by J. Michael Straczynski. Really? Wow. Yeah. Is he hurting for money? That's why he apparently apparently they, they fired him from every comic book he's been on because they suck. If I if I'm reading this correct. Mm-hmm. He wrote a lot of the Captain Power episodes originally. If I'm reading this correct, he did. That wouldn't be anything to brag about, that's for sure. But I just want the toys as well. I want. (laughs) I just. I just. Anyway, sorry. Nothing better than a a toy that your TV plays with. Exactly. (laughs) How much more? That takes the kid completely out of it because it used to be kids watch too much TV. They don't play enough. Now it's they watch too many video games. They don't play enough. Now you've got toys that are going to be video games that play with your television, so the kid can just not be involved. Well, I I can't think of anything more American. Can you? No. Absolutely (laughs) not. By by the way, I have to correct Shannon on one thing. What's that? One of his favorite comics in recent months was that Superman Earth One thing that Joe Straczynski wrote. That's true. (laughs) No. He's got one good story in a year. That's better than I've got. Hmm. If the toy dispenses nacho cheese, it'd be kind of good, too. Oh, my God. That sounds delightful. (laughs) I'm just waiting for the inevitable... (laughs) Captain Nachos. (laughs) Captain Nachos. I would watch that show. And the soldiers. Especially if it actually dispensed nachos while you were watching. (laughs) I I want that. Seriously, you guys, you want that? You want a TV show that actually makes food for you while you watch? The the toy's made of a tortilla chip. Could you imagine the Food Network with Giada Vision, you know, as she's cooking when she's done? These nice, luscious boobs bring out your food. Oh, so you know what I'm going to do? It'd be a good show. Because you know, I, I just realized, you know, my my TV will convert anything to 3D. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go home and watch uh, no, Giada. No, I didn't realize how gigantic her forehead is. Oh, because in 3D, you're just wait a minute. Ah. Who looks at her forehead? I was say I never got to her head. You got to take a break every once in a while. I think Sue would call us all. Be like. I'm scared about Carrie going to come out in weeks. <laughs> she has a forehead? She has a forehead. She actually has no idea. I understand that penicillin will take care of Gianna. She has a five head. <laughs> uh, let's see. Just, uh, just to wrap a few things up here, uh, some animated uh, movie stuff. Uh, Thor, Tales of Asgard. Excelsior! Uh, May 17th. It's, uh, it's, it's young Thor and young Loki. No one cares. I yeah. just, I just want to say the that. tagline is was exciting. Before the hammer was the sword. Uh, our our correspondent <laughs> yeah. from Japan, Lady Laura Jones, sent me some links to the uh, the X Men anime series, mm-hmm. and I've seen the first three episodes. Oh yeah, yeah. that's awesome. Kicks ass. Nice. Oh, so seriously, kicks ass um, in in major ways. The human are the bad guys in this series. Really? Yeah, and and they're done really, oh. really well. The combat scenes are epic. The show actually opens with uh, the X Men in their final face off against Phoenix. Hmm. 
and that's that's the end. Of Final the- face off against Phoenix. Yeah, it's furious. That's how it starts. Found yeah, fabulous. That's how wow. it starts. That's that's literally the first five minutes of the show was them uh, wow. getting their asses handed to them by Phoenix, and then then the real show starts. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Uh, then there's going to be uh, Green Lantern Emerald Knights. Yeah, is being released. Uh, when is when is the movie being released? June June seventeenth. Seventeen. Okay, so the uh, cartoon's going to be the seventh. It is uh, June 7th nice. when that opens, so there's that. With Nathan Fillion as... As uh, Green Lantern. Yeah. Uh, Batman Ooh. Year One, the animated. Now, again, DC, this is one thing that they do they better do not, than, Yeah, they do better than Marvel. They do better than Marvel on this, is their animated things. And uh, they're doing Batman Year One. Yeah. Frank Frank Miller and David Mazzucchelli. Wow, you're good. Can I ask a question here? <laughs> but I hate DC. It's true. Jeff, did you have you have you guys heard something? I, and I just heard it in passing. I don't know if it was total BS about like a Doctor Horrible feature. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're talking about, about it. The, the script's done. Really? What? Yes. Ooh, that's fantastic. Ooh. I heard that they were working on a sequel, not a feature. No, it's 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 they're talking feature sequel. Are all those episodes released in one place where I can they watch them? Yeah, I have a DVD are, uh, of them. You can get them all. Why don't Why don't you just Why don't you just put it on your search for your queue on Watch Instant? It's there on yeah, Netflix. Yeah, it's on Netflix as well. Oh, it is. It is. Okay, that's and it's the full forty minutes, so that's you can watch I, it in all of its musical right, glory. That's I where I watched that. it because I've not seen it all. It's brilliant. I've seen yeah. moments. Doogie is brilliant. Uh, but anyway, uh, Batman Year One. They're uh, They're making it right now. They've cast a lot of voices, and this is This is pretty cool. Um, they've got. Uh, here we go. Brian Cranston. Yeah. Has come on board. I enjoy the Brian Cranston. And he will be playing Commissioner Gordon. Mm. That's good casting. Uh, and he's, here's the thing is he, he's been offered these sort of things before, but he always thought they were kind of just silly. He, uh, he said that uh, he didn't even want to read the script initially, but he finally read it. And he said, I wasn't aware of this level of storytelling in animation. I confess that freely. They didn't give the character short shrift. I was stunned. Gordon's really the lead. And, and he, that, is. he is. Brian it, Cranston is the nicest guy you could ever meet in your entire uh, life. I, I, I adore him. A, a quick digression. One of my favorite all-time experiences while Scott and I were working in our former employer. The Voldemort News. Yes. Uh, I, was, I think I was walking out to get coffee, and suddenly a limousine pulled up. And it was Brian. And Brian Cranston was there to see Scott. Yep. To see Scott. Yeah, yep. he came up and we sat in the little, the little conference room and. Uh huh. Yeah. Serious. It, what was what was he uh, pitching uh, Breaking Bad? No, at that it was time, no, or? it was Malcolm in the Middle Days. Oh, okay. Huh. Well, all right, and uh, let's see. So they got the other voices cast as well. They've got uh, Eliza Dushku as Catwoman. I used to think she was talented. <laughs> wow. I never noticed. Uh, <laughs> she plays a brick. <laughs> Katie Sackhoff will be Sarah Essen, uh, Detective Sarah Essen. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Who was James Gordon's wife Gordon's, for yeah, a while. Love interest. And uh, so, yeah, this is looking very good. It's also going to be rated PG-13. Their good. movies are good. That's, that's why it'll be good. It's because they're not taking the edge off of it. And I would suggest you go to uh, Dr. Volts and... And get Batman Year One, the collection. Good stuff. It's yeah, it, uh, it really, is good, really stuff. good. Oh wait, no, I hate DC. That's true. You do. Uh, anyway, that's that's about all I have. Uh, there's Dino D Day, which is a game I could tell you about. Uh, it's uh, Jurassic Park. Yeah. Uh, meets. Uh, it says uh, 
We uh, talked about that before on the show. We did. Oh, we did. Showed us the trailer once. Oh, okay. We, we that's all right. we all lost our minds and then yeah. we jerked off together. I want it to be a movie. Uh, let's <laughs> see. Because that way you don't have to push the buttons. Right. Uh, well, you see, Scott, what you need to do is get yourself a 15 year old kid. As my son, whenever I get a game that I just want to watch, I just have him play it, and he get, <laughs> nice. he's, he's got that you know 15 year old technological reflexes down. So. Red Dead Redemption. I didn't have to play it. I just got to watch the story unfold. Well, do you know why that is? Because you only hit your kids with Nerf weapons. That's true. That's right. you got to really hit them. Well, they don't mark as well. No. Well, they, they don't learn unless you really hit them. No, that's, that's, actually, they learn better when their brains are intact. Really? Yeah. Oh, well, I'm not hitting them in the head. Oh. No, you, I saw Full Metal Jacket. I know what you do. Yeah, bar of soap and a towel. Yeah, or hit them in their no-do zones. That's right. Doesn't leave a bruise if you do that. An wow. orange, an orange inside of a sock. Wow, they'll learn. It's always heard a big phone. <laughs> they always do. Hammer. Is it any wonder that that out of this bunch, Carrie and I are the ones who are not parents? <laughs> that's right. All right, that's uh, that's good. Anybody got anything else before we wrap things yeah, up? Yeah, I have a yeah. comics recommendation. All right, um, I found this at Doctor Volts. They put out this collection of the first ten issues of Spider-Man 2099, which sort of launched that that whole uh, line of 2099. Stories. It was the one good one out of yeah, the bunch. Yeah, that, P- P- Peter, Peter David. Peter, yeah, Peter David That's strikes fine. again. Oh, I'm like telling him. you, Thor 2099 sucked. Yes, yeah. X Men 2099 sucked. <laughs> Punisher 2099 sucked. Sucked. But Spider Man 2099. Sucked. I detect a theme. Spider Man yeah. 2099 was actually <laughs> but really, really good. Really but good. suck 2099 wasn't too bad. Really? Yeah, I know. <laughs> Kind I, of, it was a little would, too sexy for me. Yeah, so. a, little, a little too much. Strangely, a hero that inhales. What do you got, uh, Jimmy? Blu-ray-wise uh, and DVDs, uh, Blue Valentine, if you ever want to question about getting married, uh, Ryan Gosling oh, God, and Michelle that... Williams will make you never want to get married, but it's actually a great movie. <laughs> but it's emotionally grueling. Oh, God. Uh, I saw The Devil. We've talked about that one before, about how brutal that movie is. Uh, Leaving Las Vegas comes out on Blu-ray. Are <laughs> <laughs> well, you giving us it, a list of brutal, feel-good movies? Feel-good movies here, yeah. The Manchurian yeah. Candidate, the 1962 is coming out on also feel-good. I enjoyed. Yeah, uh, it's a great movie. Uh, here's a change of pace. Some like it hot. It's coming out on Blu-ray. Oh. Good movie. Yeah. I, anytime there's uh, guys dressing as women. And mm, the 25th really? anniversary Blu-ray of Top Gun. <laughs> That's pretty gay. I've, I've, I've wow, never seen, I've that never, kind of brings it full circle. Playing with the boys. We never ever seen Top Gun. We could do a movie night with uh, some like it hot and a couple episodes of Bosom Buddies. <laughs> That's actually a movie I plan on making it all the way to my grave without seeing. Go um, Top Gun. Top Gun. I, and see now, see now, I'm like, God, we should show some like it hot with Top Gun as one of the movie <laughs> nights. Call it uh, totally gay movie night. There you go. The, uh, uh, Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, and uh, yeah. Top Gun. Well, yeah. Well, you know, we got the, we got the Gay Pride celebration coming up. I you think got, in uh, I did, June. I did go see yeah. Priscilla, Shit. Queen of the Desert in uh, London. You know, if you're oh, going to do Priscilla, why not do that fan. with the Limey? It then you'd have that great. ultimate Terrence Stamp double feature. <laughs> Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. Uh, go on YouTube and search out. I'm not even sure which movie it's in. Uh, Quentin Tarantino explains how gay Top Gun is. <laughs> but he, he gives the whole storyline new meaning. Uh, it's out there on YouTube. Uh, Quentin not Tarantino. That there's anything wrong with do that. Quentin Tarantino yeah. Top Gun. It's hilarious. If we oh. do show Top Gun, we have to find that clip when Val Kilmer hosted Saturday Night Live when he played Goose as an airline pilot. <laughs> yeah. As a retired airline pilot. Yeah. Uh, what do you got, Tony? Games? Video games. You played Goose? Uh, a couple no, of big ones what, coming out this week. You played? Uh, we got Fable 2 on PC, if you didn't want to play it on your Xbox. 
And then The Witcher 2 is an RPG that looks really, really good, also for the PC. But the really big one coming out this week is L.A. Noir. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That looks oh. so awesome. L.A. Rockstar Games, right? Yes, looks just, amazing. Just depending it looks on like what... L.A. Confidential, the game. It's um, a French it's, game called Le it's Noir. A, it's Grand Theft Auto set in L.A. in the 50s. In the 50s. Oh. But here's the thing is, like, they put so much time and effort into the motion capture for the videos and everything on this game that it's going to be, it's supposedly going to bring a new precedent to, like, facial animation features. It's supposed to look, like, real beyond real as far as animations go. Oh, nice. I wonder if you can drive down to Anaheim and, and, like, buy the orange grove that Disney built Disneyland on before he gets a chance to, you know. Change the future. Time. Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay. And then maybe before it lost me for a second. Before I, we go, I wanted to. Uh, there's uh, a product review. Check out Tokyo oh. Flash watches. Look, look at these. Uh, these are, I want Scott Pierce to see that one specifically. It's going to give him a seizure because these are these are watches. How does it work? That make oh my it, god! That make it impossible to tell time. Yeah. But you can. You it's can. Five thirty. It actually comes with like an instruction manual on how to tell the time. But basically, all their watches. Uh, they tell time with just lights, so there's no numbers usually. Uh, show me uh, one of these. So the question is, does it, it do anything here. other than tell time? No, does it's it, just does a it play watch. Music? Just so, all so does that mean it's 5.30? Right there. It's, this is, uh, if you're looking at this at home, uh, the top part is, is the hour. Then you have your five-minute increments. How do I light and this up? Four ones. Oh, there we go. See, see how it's lighting up. But they're they're really badass. Allegedly, you can tell time with this. Yeah, I, was gonna, I, I just said that's stupid. I'll just look at my phone. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I was going to say if cool it was a cool conversation piece. I mean, show me. Well, no, yeah, I mean, yeah. So is my dick. <laughs> <laughs> but what? this one you won't go to jail for. Does your uh, dick sure. light up though? It does. Wow. <laughs> This one looks like the Predator. Yeah, uh, but that's 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 saying that it's it's coming up on five o'clock is what that's saying. I don't know how, but it is. Uh, so, but there's a website TokyoFlash.com, and be careful really how you cool type watches. that. What? Careful how you type that. Yeah. <laughs> Tokyo, to Tokyo Flash. TokyoFlash.com. Tokyo Flash will freak you out. Yeah. Let me see that one. It's my like, favorite website. But there's I love, there's I, a sundial on there. People, <laughs> yeah, it's Scott's when you're website. looking at it, though, because, I mean, over time, you can seriously just look at it and you'll know the time. You just you train you train yourself. But people will look at it and go, what the hell? So how, how much do these things cost you? This uh, one, that one, uh, the one that Carrie's holding the predator is one? about right, 200. <gasps> Holy shit. And then, uh, and then the one that, uh, that Tony's, Tony's holding here. is, I think, 160. You're rich. Yeah. No, they sent them to me. This is taking the Swatch compet, uh, concept to a whole it's, new level. It's ridiculous. Wow, right? that Slug magazine. They're, they're cool I looking. thought a, a magazine about bugs that's doing really well. <laughs> People like bugs. <laughs> All right. Uh, that's uh, that, 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 that going to do it? So that's, know, our, uh, that's our Asian love right there. There it is. <laughs> uh, Fist more ham. Ooh. Oh. oh. <laughs>